Um, I've experienced pain in my childhood, so of course I went to drugs and alcohol to numb that pain. I've gone through two painful divorces, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. You know, I'm a Christian, and what do people say? Because I've gone through two divorces. I lost everything that I worked so hard for at 55. I actually wrote my first book last year. It's called $50, literally $50. I was left with at 55 years old, and I had to start life all over again with Jesus. That's, that's, the, that's the title of the book. It's a funny book because it has nothing to do with money, but the Lord said, put it there because I want people to know that you can lose everything when you can start your life. It doesn't matter at 55, 60, it doesn't matter. Um, I've had issues with my kids. <laughs> I've had many of issues with my children. I was just talking to someone here that's having some issues with, with their uh, son. I just had a pastor call me the other day because her um, 21-year-old took LSD and drowned. And I was just at the funeral. There's a lot of uh, young people these days dying with opiates. opiates. It seems like that's the latest drug. So I, mean, I know what having problems with children are. And I have to do extensive healing and deliverance in my own life because of all the trauma that I've gone through. And this is just some of my story. So I believe, as uh, Joyce Myers, I, I love her, what she says, I believe that your pain is your pulpit. And I believe that your misery is your ministry. So the Lord will take everything that you have gone through and will turn it around. And it's not for you. It's to help other people out. So that's why I'm glad that Pastor Sherry, when she talked about identity, that she wanted me to talk about, you know, what I've gone through. I have major identity issues. So if I can encourage someone, if I can impart into your life, if I can pray for you, if I can help, if I can bring joy, if I can bring encouragement, if I can bring hope, guess what? I'm a happy camper. I'm a happy camper because when the humanity meant for evil, God turned around it for good. And so, let me just go back to saying yes to serving in Glory House. It hasn't been easy. It's still not easy. I, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh, Reckless Devotion by Heidi Baker. Yes. She started her ministry with $25 in her pocket. She's got 10,000 orphans. She just built a $5 million university in 10,000 churches. We're used to, in the Western world, to have a cushiony life and a cushiony Christianity. Let me tell you, when you say yes to the Lord, it's not going to be easy. It's not easy. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. But in that uneasiness, that's what drives you to the feet of Jesus. That's what drives you to the presence of the Lord. That's what drives us to seeking Him. So, you know, I, I've been pretty much self-sufficient in my life. And I still struggle. I'm very performance-oriented. I'm a go-getter in the world, right? A go-getter. I can figure it out. I, I, I can figure it out. I have to figure it out. Because, you know, I went to work when I was 14 years old, and my mom was working with four kids alone, so I have to figure it out. So constantly, constantly I'm having to lean on the Lord. 
constantly I'm having to lean on the Lord. Um, and so I'm honored that the Lord can use everything that I've gone through so that I can empower, that I can bring hope, that I can say, whatever you've gone through, the Lord can also use. Now, let me tell you why I have to rely on the Lord. Um, I have to say yes to Him every single day of my life. And I have to rely on Him a thousand percent. Every single day I wake up and I go to the feet of Jesus and I say, Lord, if you don't heal like Moses, if your Holy Spirit doesn't go, Lord, I just don't know how I can do this. And let me tell you something. Many times I've said, I can't do this. Many, I want to be real with you. I just don't, you know, I, I want to be real. Many times I've said, Lord, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know if I can do it. it it's beyond my capability. Um, I've had to do a lot of spiritual warfare. You know, when you're dealing with darkness, there's, there's, you know, stuff comes again. You know, I, I, I'm in my bed at night sometimes, and just the attack on my, on my mind is just beyond. Like, I'm, and I just start quoting scripture, quoting scripture, quoting, and I'll just start speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. So, when you're going to do something for the Lord, don't think that you're going to sit back and have a beautiful lot and everything is going to work fine. It's not. Okay. I hear extreme stories of pain. A person being raped ten times a day. I see women that come to me and they say, three of my friends got killed in front of me. So when you hear that type of pain, I lived in a bubble, frankly. When I hear that type of pain, I have to go to the Lord for everything, even for my own healing, to process, right? I mean, I, I can't imagine, I was abused, but it never, 20, you know, 10 times, 20 times, I had one girl that said, I, I just, I had all these men that were raping me, and I just kept saying, would you please stop? So you have to go, you have no other choice but to go to the feet of Jesus. And you know what? I believe that there's many of you here, many of you here that are stuck. Many of you here that are stuck. You know why? Because you're afraid. And the Lord has deposited dreams and visions in your heart, and you're saying, I don't know if I can do that, Lord. You're stuck because of past experiences. It didn't work out. I tried it, it didn't work out. You're stuck because you lack trust because you didn't have a dad, so how are you going to trust God? You're stuck because of not knowing your identity. So glad you're going to talk about identity. You're stuck because you don't know who you are. And you don't know who you are. You're stuck because you don't know the authority that you carry. We have great authority in Christ Jesus. You're stuck and you have not stepped into your destiny and your purpose. Because God has a purpose and a destiny for every single woman here. So I have a strong conviction that I, because I have conquered a lot of these things, that I have authority. 
So when I talk to uh, Sherry and she says we're going to pray after it, it would be an honor for me to be part of your prayer team later so that I can impart what God has given me and this. So I want to encourage you today to say yes. Say yes. Even with fear, say yes. Because when you say yes, God will open the windows of heaven. God will part the Red Sea. You do not have to wait till the Red Sea opens up. You put your foot on it, and then the Lord will open the Red Sea. You won't regret it. As much as I want to give up every day and say, Lord, I can't do this. My life is full. My life is blessed. I am so honored to serve women in every capacity. It is an honor for me to do this. So if you seek him with all your heart, you will find him and he will help you. If you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. If you lay your life down, you will gain so much more than when you give up. If you rely on the Holy Spirit and His power and not on yourself or what you can do, He will help you. He will guide you. He will counsel you. He will comfort you in your time of need. Our life with Christ is a constant dying to self. We really don't know how to die to self. Missionaries in third world countries know how to die. They, they know how to die every day because they're persecuted every day. They don't have the resources that we have. So dying to self is constant so that God, God can live in us, through us, and work so that we can help others. It's not about us. It's not about us. It was all about me for a long time. It's all about what Betty could do. It's all about what Betty had. It's all about what Betty was equipped to do. Oh my God. Forgive me, Lord. For now I have laid my love down and I have found. I have found true freedom. I have found what I, I, I sought for so many years that the world could not give me. I found Christ, the hope of glory. We must show the world that Jesus is still doing the impossible, the supernatural, the miraculous. There's no greater gift that I can think that to gain more of Christ every day. I want people to see me and I want them to see Jesus. You will really find your true identity when you go deeper and experience the love and the presence of the Lord. It is hard. It is hard in a world that is full of doing, do, 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 text, 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 social media, social media, social media. Emails, family, mission, uh, ministry, it's hard. It's hard. 
It feels sometimes like a sound, right? Well, it's up, upstream. It's like, Lord, I just want one hour. Just one hour, Lord. Just one hour with you. Because from there, everything flows. Everything flows from there. So our first priority should be to know him intimately in a passion, in a passionate relationship. And to experience firsthand his love that is stronger than death. I am now involved in the Lord's work, but my priority has shifted. My priorities have shifted to finding value, not in what I do, but in who I am in Christ. It is having the life that the world craves and needs. It is passion and truth as the basis for life. My motivation for being and for doing. When we find him, we have found life. We can do anything. But without him, we can do nothing of real value. We need to gaze our hearts and minds on him and hold our gaze in wonder of who we serve. I would like to just prophesy Ephesians 1, 17 over here. Let's just go ahead and get up for a second. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, right now I pray. Just open your heart. Open your heart and receive. I pray that you, the Father of glory, may give to us, each one of us here, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of who you are, of who you are in our lives. I pray that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened and that we will know what is the hope of your calling. What are the riches of your glory, of your inheritance in the saints? And what is the surpassing greatness of your power toward us who believe? I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I just pray right now, Holy Spirit, that every woman here would have a radical encounter after this conference, a radical encounter, not life comfortable, not life as they've known it before, but a radical encounter with your presence so that they may fulfill what you have for each one of them. I pray, Lord, that this would be a year of breakthrough and destiny, that this would be a year that you would launch every single woman that came to this conference that is hungry for more of you, Lord. I bless what you're doing in their lives, Lord. I bless what you're doing in their lives, Holy Spirit. Come, come, heal hearts, heal hearts, heal hearts. And I bind every spirit of fear that will say, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I am not equipped. 
I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. I don't have anyone to help me. I don't have what it takes. That's exactly where you want us, Lord. So that when we reach our end, you can begin. And you can take control. We love you, Lord. We love you. We thank you for this church. We thank you for Pastor Sherry and Kevin and what they're doing here. Thank you, Lord, for her heart to also equip women. We love you and we bless you, Lord. This is a five little dollar, five book. It's called the Practicing the Presence.